0: good morning good morning good morning diary of the mouth i wondered this morning this beautiful monday morning this active monday morning i wondered to myself how did we get here? How did we get here? Well, the deadline is up. April the 16th, 2021, I said that God would ease up on a lot of the deaths and a lot of the deaths would stop. I don't know as of today what's going on in the world if Still a lot of people acting crazy and still trying to leave this world or whatever they're trying to do. I just knew April the 16th was a date that God had spoke to me and I gave it out. And so I'm so actively glad to be sitting here recording in my diary that I am still in the midst of the land of the living Having a school of life experience. Period. (laughs) Anyway. God is so good. That's really all I ever want to say. To convey. To get my point across. That's all I really want to say. We are living, breathing, spiritual beings, having a physical experience in a planetary, planetary plant, root word, planetary plant. A physical experience being planted, but not planted, because we are not trees. So we're not planted as if we were trees, we are planted as if we were beings, spiritual beings in a planet, living a physical experience. You know, I often sit back and I count my centuries of living sometimes, or, I mean, excuse me, I meant to say decades of living, Um I sometimes say, okay, I've been, you know, here. I've been there. What have I done? How how has my life been? Where am I going? What should I expect in my future? Well, I know you guys haven't heard from me in a while, and I'm sorry about that. No, 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 no. Let me change that. I am not sorry about that. I'm glad about that because I... I am still a student myself. I'm gonna repeat that. I am still a student myself, even though in my life I have been a master teacher since I was a small child. And God has used me in so many situations to teach others right from wrong. God has used me to speak to people who have been married to help them sustain their marriage. But I have never been married. When I look back over my life, I look back at all the wisdom that God has used by pouring into me his words of understanding, his words of competency, his words of discernment. Thank you, Lord. He poured into me. In the midst of some of my conversations I'm having with my friends and my family, I have witnesses. I may be in a fluid conversation with them, flowing very freely, and all of a sudden I'll stop and acknowledge something that God spoken to my spirit. That's how one I am with God. I remember when Donald Trump was president, and I told y'all, if y'all don't quit complaining, God gonna teach y'all a lesson and leave him sitting right there. Because y'all don't do nothing but complain and complain and complain instead of walking in love, like the book teach y'all, y'all go to church. Why do people go to church? I know God, it's a fashion show. It's where friends hang out. It's where under the table stuff be done. It's a lot of stuff that be done in the church. I love the church because I came out of the church. But the church has a lot of people that have been taught to be nothing but hypocrites. They have been taught to be nothing but hypocrites. And I don't judge anyone before I judge myself. I don't judge anyone before I judge my family where I came from. Because, see, what I believe in life is life is about you representing where you come from my people were not animals my people were not savages they could be at any given moment because we live a a physical experience where things change and we live and we breathe and we move and we have our being so it could have been at any moment good or evil as with anything else in life all things are good and evil. All things exist only because of the duality of life. The two forces that rule, there's no other force that rule the way good and evil rules. Until, thank you God, we do what God taught us when I was teaching in 2018 when I was teaching us about being centered and self-control on Facebook having your center and your self-control, knowing yourself. I was always telling y'all, to thy own self be true, my health is my wealth. I was telling y'all all that stuff that God was telling me. I never, ever want to leave anybody clueless. If I sit down and I talk to God and he makes my life better, you know, when I was doing Primerica, Uh, life insurance I learned something from Rob Rob would always say see you at the top because the bottom is too crowded so I have made it to the top I'm at pyramid status in my life right now and I had to cut off go in measure out rise up lay down pull out generate, restore, replenish, renew, atone. I, there was a lot of things that I needed to do for myself because I had been too busy for 21 years praying for other people and hoping that they get what they needed, asking questions for other people, telling other people, my testimony, giving God praise for every single thing that he does in my life. And showing the world that God is all. He is all. He is no respecter of persons. I have lived my life a lot of times where I have been ashamed to say I have been ashamed to do. I have even been ashamed just to be the child that I am born by the father that I had in this world. And still on the same note, loving my daddy because that was my only father. And the Bible says that you shall honor your mother and your father so that your days shall be long upon the land. That is what a child is supposed to do. And then if you keep on reading it, tell you, but parents... Do not provoke your children. And my father provoked me a lot. So I had to go to God over my parents because God is my ultimate source. And in my life, I've learned walking from where I started as a little girl to where I am now, trusting God every step of the way. I was sitting out here this morning and I woke up and I was talking to the Lord as I was watching the birds eat the seeds cause it's time to feed the birds right now. So I was watching the birds and I was talking to God and I said, the last is always seems to be the most loneliest place in the world. And then I kind of got this feeling inside of me and I said, hmm, they say God saves the best for last. I said, that's what the world does. The world is so hooked on that final act, that amazing talent. Yesterday, I told my kids, it's so funny, we were watching all these TV shows that are on now, that the world is speaking about all that they have done to black people. All the TV shows are showing how the racism has been like them it's a great show great 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 show portraying truth in so many areas as far as magic is concerned and as far as the school of life for us to look at ourselves and to see where we have been and how we have been to know how to do better because when you know better you do better when you can look at something you could really see Yesterday, I told my daughter, I said, this one is hard for me to watch because it's so close to home. And I always talk to God when I see things, when I hear things, when I do things. God is my best friend. I know I have physical best friends, but in all in all, God is my number one, number one, number one. It's like I don't ever leave him, he don't ever leave me. It's like we're always together, I'm always talking to him. You know, there's a scripture that says pray without cease. It got to a point in my life, several points in my life when I told God, do I ever pray? Do I ever pray anymore? Because I'm constantly talking to him. And I wonder, did I ever pray? And then one night I was asleep and he let me hear myself. While I was sleeping, my spirit man was speaking. Singing and praising to God. I'm so glad that he made us tripart beings like he did himself. His spirit and his body. I was telling God this morning, I said, you know, I said every level of faith that we get to Every level that we get to in our lives, each level that we grow. I'm at at 53 now. I've been 53 times around the sun. 53 years. And I said, God, even though I know that you're real and I know that everything that you brought me through and I know how you led me, I know how you restored me, sometimes when I see things and go through things that are, of the lesser vibrations, I still say, Lord, sometimes I wonder if you're really real, even though I know you've proven on every level, but every level that I get to, you have to start all over again with the measure of faith for that level because we are in the school of life. I heard that one of the oldest women in the world just left to go home to be with God. The wisdom that she knew That she poured into this earth for all those years. May God bless her footsteps forevermore. See, we always got to pray for somebody. We always just got to look at things as though they are. And stop looking at things in the negative and low vibration. Elevate your vibration. How do you do that? You got to stop for a moment. You got to stop for a moment it's called me time don't y'all see my posts? don't you see my pictures but yet and still you got some people out there that's just so fucking hungry for cam every day i got a fake new page coming asking me to be friends when i said on my picture me time Wonder what makes a person so hungry for another person, but yet it's still, when you get what you want, you mistreat that, what you have. Think about that. You pray and you ask God for certain things. You feel certain ways about people. You do certain things to people, but yet it's still you hunger for them. You thirst for them. You really need them. But you have so much pride That you have to take a fall before you can even get to where you want. Maybe that is saving the best for last. Maybe that is counting the cost. To see do you have enough to finish the race that you're trying to start. That's what a good steward over one's life would do. Count the cost. If I pull this trigger and kill this other human being... Hmm. Say bab. Oh, say the machine day. Hmm. Lord, I saw that. Oh, say the bar shoulder. If I pull this trigger and I take this other person's life, whom are they to God? Des la la Moranda sa la proceso chipeboko tarai. Who are they to God? God says, Touch not my anointed, do my prophets no harm. Who are they to God? Two were taken on the same day. Who are they to God? They were in the world, God, but who are they to God? Did God say, get away from me, you workers of iniquity? I never knew you. What is iniquity? Iniquity is a repentance that needs to be done in the heart because it is a stain. It is a sin. It is an abomination. And iniquity is an offense. It is an offense against love. And you want to get married mad at carrie washington for wanting to understand and hear the conversation well hell i ain't carrie but i said the same damn thing and i ain't taking it down because it is reality it is truth and it's what it is we are going through we have to realize we're not fighting against good and evil anymore we have elevated The last is now first. I told you guys that 2021 would be a dynamite and explosive year. And I saw that until April the 16th of 2021, deaths will start to decrease. And we will start to go back into a positive direction. But in this earth now, we are living a love or fear experience. Either you will love or you will walk in fear. And everything that love brings to you, you are able to harvest as a harvest for all the things that you have been through in your life, good and bad. The good, you will receive what God calls a double portion for your troubles the good you will receive a double portion but what you went through that was evil that hurt you that scarred you that maimed you that crippled you that killed you what you went through that you thought that you was getting ready to see the face of your maker maker and that you knew that there was something different when you came through you're going to get a hundred-fold harvest on those things. And that is what God has just put on my spirit for me and my life. And that is what I send out to this world for you and your life. You could receive it or you could leave it right where it is. And it might not be for you. But I'm telling you, what God just told me, he meant it for me. Because I'm his child, and he meant it for you because you're his child. And he don't see you no different than he see me. He see us all the same. And he loves us all the same, no matter what our crime or sin, or whatever this world has taught us. It's time for change in this world. And I mean from the t- top to the bottom. And from the bottom to the top it's time for change because as above is so below. And when I learned see you at the top because the bottom too crowded I knew that I had to fight with everything that I had because one day I would have to test out of my situation. And now that I made it to pyramid status I can't do nothing but praise God. Honor him for my dominion, for my kingdom, for my territory, because things look a lot differently at the top. And like I said earlier, sometimes you got to pull away and have some me time because you poured out for 21 years. I poured out for 11 of those years. I've poured out on Facebook which makes up the total of the 21 years. And then finally there came a day I said, God, if these people don't got it by now, they'll never get it. But if they don't got it by now, at least I've got this stuff written down. I've got these videos that Facebook is so brilliant enough to bring back every year and everything that I've written since I've been on Facebook so they could read it for their goddamn self. But I ain't finna keep telling these people whose ears are clogged up with wax which is called malice so get your malice out of your heart and your life will change because your heart has to be like flesh if God wants to work with it you cannot have a heart of stone I've told y'all that over and over again so I needed some me time let me talk to me in my diary I don't mind you coming here and listening i don't mind because i love y'all with all my soul and i said god i just gotta make another way now i gotta make a way that's more comfortable for me because i've been a giver and everybody knows in this world that if you are a giver that one day you have to open your hand and you will receive and my hand has been open for the last past year and i have been receiving the blessings that God has placed in this earth for me because like I told y'all what God has with my name on it it is mine and it is rightfully mine and I have claimed it and it shall be so the prophetic words that came to me was get ready get ready get ready this was in 2018 the has said this to me are you ready to sit at a table all your own in the best places with the best people. And it is 2021, it is dynamite time and explosively time for me to sit at my table that God has prepared for me and for me to eat. And I want you all to hear my voice. Yes, I have a place for people to sit at my table. But if you have been in my life and your character toward me has not been the same as my character toward you, you will never have a seat at my table. You will never sit your ass in my house again. You will never walk with me or talk with me. You will always have to see me and say, I once knew her, I once was around her, and I once was her friend. But now, I just see her from a distance. And you know, I say that because I know who I am and I know how my love has been in this earth. My love has been very pure, God told me. But not a lot of people understand the pureness of love because see, pureness of love ain't fake. It's called genuine love. It's called unconditional love. My love has been unwavering. I've told you to your face if I felt you was fake with me when I was in your interactions. From a fake handshake, from a fake hello, from a fake hug, if you fake, i let you know right immediately I know you fake, bitch. And i continue to play the game according to where you lead. When you lead the fucking way, I will fucking follow you because guess what? I've been a leader and I've been a follower. And I know when it's time for me to step to the side and watch the motherfucker who I'm playing with. So think about those things in life. If I do that shit, don't you do that shit? Always remember, it's not about us being like elements and going out here and being atoms and neutrons and electrons and all this fucking energy that we are. And take your fucking negative ass energy and put your negative ass energy on somebody else's life. Don't do that. We've been there, done that. That's called a good and evil game. We ain't playing that shit no more. See, God feels like this. Let me explain it to you and tell you where God is and where he sees us at right now in our lives. Right now in our lives, we've already been through a lot. We've been from generation after generation after generation after generation. We are the generation in God's life that is going to reap the harvest of being able to be a part of the new kingdom and the new heaven and the new earth. This is a fresh start for us. And what we do right now, we are setting the seeds for what is coming for our harvest next year and the years after that. We are setting the seeds for our harvest right now. That's why I told y'all in 2020 when we was just on God's perfect vision. If you're right with God, you're gonna still be here. You ain't got nothing to fret. If you ain't right with God, you can't live in this earth no more. I had to say bye to my own daddy in 2021 because he couldn't go any further. He wasn't right. He didn't want to look at himself. See, I'm image therapy. This is who God calls me. God calls me image therapy. And what that means to me is I'm made in the image of God. And if God says he's good and I am made in the image of him and then he sent all these examples, then he sit down and he, he said, OK, well, damn, he said these people so damn slow. I ain't saying he's saying this. I'm just saying it because this is fucking what he told me. I was so fucking slow. So I'm just saying he's saying these people as in just talking about me. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about me. So God said she's so slow. Who he said that through? The lady named Miss Mary. She's so slow. I am slow in my learning from God because I want to be thorough. I want to look at something forward and I want to turn around and take it apart and look at it on the inside and out because when you do that, you get everything that you need to know. Because here's the thing for me John 1 and 1 says, In the beginning was the word, and the word was God. (laughs) That's in the beginning. So if I have a word, the word is God. That means that word possesses everything within its meaning and definition and in its spelling and in the count of the letters. It's the perfect spell in its own to cast out whatever it needs to cast out into the world. Meaning, okay, let's say money, money, money. Okay, let's say money, m. O n e y money money has an energy and a a comprehension a discernment a truth all its own. It has a character. It has a set of of actions. It has is is it uh it has um, uh 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 divine clarity. It has uh 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 uh. uh negative energy it has everything that money can it has every answer thank you god the bible says that money answers all things but it also says the love of money is the root cause basically root of all evil So the root could be a cause of how you use your money in a negative manner or in a positive manner. Because there's only two forces that rule. Remember in the beginning of the video, I mean the podcast. Remember in the beginning of the podcast, the root cause of all is the love of money. You will do anything to get it. You'll lay down on a table with somebody. You'll rape somebody. You'll steal, kill, or destroy. The love of money. Now, when I say kill, steal, and destroy, that brings me to the devil. What brings me to the devil is called the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. The tree of the knowledge of good and evil belongs to the, say... Left right side, which is the right side, is called the evil side of the line. If we were to draw a line down the middle of the paper, the right side of the paper, we would write the word evil at the top of the paper. So that would be the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Why do I say the tree of the knowledge of good and evil is the devil or representation of the devil? I say that because in the school of life, as the master teacher that I am, knowing the wisdom, knowledge, and understanding that I have been through from my theory of my experiences with God to get to this level that I am on now, my wisdom, knowledge, and understanding has taught me that the tree of the knowledge of good and evil that was placed in the midst of the garden next to the tree of life was a representation of the evil portion of life or who what when where why and how the devil is in the details so therefore the devil is the details now when the devil is in the details that means some people look at details as um something that can help them get to a final conclusion Some people ignore details. Details can be sometimes in your life red flags. Some people ignore them because they may be airy in their thinking. They may be um, naive in their thinking. They may even be proud in their thinking. Come on, Holy Ghost. I see the thought that you had in my mind. May that proud person I saw when you gave me that image be blessed and may they come to an understanding of who they really are but in this lifetime that is what we're here for we are to understand who we are because we are here now on an individual level Well, if we look at the tree of knowledge of good and evil, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil tells us everything that we need to know about the lessons that we have learned in our life. Meaning what you have gone through that I said you would get a hundred percent, a hundred percent harvest of good from was all the things that broke you hurt you, killed you, wanted you to die, doubted you, believed in God, whatever those things that tried you, but you're still here. You now may have a hundred percent whole fold harvest for going through those things. So congratulations. You made it to your dynamite explosive moment. You've made it to your dynamite explosive years. You've made it to a place in your life where God is going to pour victorious. Amounts of joy, victorious amounts of laughter, victorious amounts of goodness in your life. You've made it. This is your springtime. This is your spring forward in life. If you have been down and hurt and sick and going through and lost and confused and angry, bitter, whatever the situation is, if you have laid all that aside and said, Look, God. I know there has to be something better than this. Look, God, I know I believe in you. Look, God, I ain't going to give up. Look, God, it's me again, Lord. It's me, it's me, it's me, oh, Lord, the need standing in of. See, I said it that way because I realized we're not perfect. I know it's me, it's me, it's me, O oh Lord, standing in the need of prayer but the other day when i put it on my t-shirt it didn't come out like that it came out jumbled up and mixed up and i thought it was cute and i laughed about it and i said that goes to show you ain't nothing in life perfect god we all make mistakes and the good thing about a mistake is god had given us the tree of knowledge of good and evil so that when we make a mistake that tree and those devils and his principles will come and teach you a lesson and a lot of times <clears throat> You don't even realize you're being taught a lesson because of the simple fact. You won't even look in the mirror at your own goddamn self, but you can look at everybody else in the world and pick them apart. But you refuse to look at that motherfucker that standing there in that mirror every day and look back at you. And I know that you, you refuse to look at him. A lot of you stand in the mirror and comb your fucking hair to make your hair perfect. A lot of you stand in the mirror and wash your face. A lot of you stand in the mirror and brush your teeth. A lot of you stand in the mirror and put your daily mask on to cover who you really are. We all do it. But once you take a moment away from everybody else in the world and trying to please everybody else in the world and stand there in that mirror and comb your hair and look at your own self. Examine yourself. See who the fuck you really are. And stand there and rightfully judge what you see just like you look at somebody else and judge them. Stand there and do that for yourself. And once you do that, you would then do what John 1 and 1 said. Let's go back and look at that for a moment. It says, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God. It talked about how the word ended up becoming life and flesh and it dwelt among men, but men did not comprehend it. If you stand in that mirror, you was once a thought in your mother and father's imagination. Or you might not have been a thought. You may have been a product of rape. like many of my sisters and brothers out there in this world who I don't know where they are, but I know that they're there. Many of them are my cousins. Many of them are my niece or nephews. But they're still my sisters and brothers by blood because my father was a rapist. (laughs) See, one thing that I've learned from having the father that I had And my son says, Mom, I just don't understand you. Why do you love him? Why do you love him so much? I said, because he was still my daddy. Even though he was such a horrible person in so many ways, he was still my father. He still taught me things. He still was a father in so many other ways as well. So I had the best of both worlds. I had the father that came to love me like a father should. And then I had the monster inside of my father, who my father yielded to, just like everybody else's father. You know, when I look at the world, I see a lot of children are fucked up because their fathers were fucked up. And it goes from generation to generation. It's called a generational curse. But I'm so grateful that my family, we break curses. We see something wrong and we admit what's wrong and we got goddamn get that shit up out of here. Because we don't want no damn weeds coming up later in life calling theyself a fucking tree in our garden. Because a good gardener tends his garden and make sure don't no weeds come up. Make sure the soil look right. Because sometimes the soil can get mold and mildew in it. Make sure it's fertilized correctly so that your stuff can grow and you can harvest the things that you really need to harvest for your life. Like I keep telling these birds, they keep fighting over this food. I said, don't fight. Said the early birds should get the worm. So next time, get your ass up earlier and go get it. Don't fight because it's enough in here to go around. Get you a little bit and leave and let your friends come and get a little bit. God says, if you want to learn how to live your life, watch the birds. The birds will teach you. This is a new day for us, y'all. This is a new day for you. I pray that this day is so glorious and magnificent for you. I pray that you put on glory when you walk out the door instead of makeup today. I pray that you put on honor today when you walk out this door. I pray that you put on a smile today before you walk out of your door. I pray that you put on some brotherhood today before you walk out the door some faith. I pray that you have a need or a desire that you want when you walk out this door today. I pray that you know just what you want when you walk I think I want you to think about what you want when you walk out of your door today. And get in your car. I want you to be thinking about what you want for today. How you want your day to be. If there's something special you want done. I want you to imagine it today. And then get in your car and start your car and say. Now let's go make this happen. But I don't want you to make it happen. I want you to let God make it happen. Let the world make it happen. Let the universe Make it happen for you today. But I just want you to keep thinking on it and thinking on it and thinking how it could go. And then at the end of the day, I want you to be like, wow, that was magic. Because out of your thoughts, you will get everything that you felt you would get. If you cannot feel like you're going to get it, you won't get it until you feel like you gonna get it. See, I am image therapy. I come to show you that God loves you because he you are his image. But it's about the way that you carry yourself with him. He says I'm image therapy for the way that you look, for the way that you feel and the way that you carry yourself. You got to feel like you gonna get it. And when you feel like you gonna get it, you got to then Carry yourself like you got it. And then it's there. It's only three steps. The way that you look, you got to look like you're going to get it. You got to look the part. You already do that. That's your physical anyway. That's what the world teaches us. The other steps in John 1 was in the beginning was the word. The word is look. Look at the image in front of you, which is you, not another God, but the God in the mirror that makes you one, that makes you whole, that makes you the duality forces of good and evil. Because now you could sit here and physically see vampires can't see their reflection in a mirror, they say. Is that true? Can you not see your own reflection in the mirror? Are you a vampire? So stand there and look at your reflection in the mirror. Unless you are a vampire or a vampirist. So look at your reflection in the mirror. Judge what you see in the mirror. Once you judge what you see in the mirror and you're truthful about those things, if you call out a word about yourself, go get the dictionary and look up that word. Read it from its nouns to adjectives to verbs, whatever that word is. And you'll understand more what your spirit and your source inside of you is trying to convey. Because in the beginning was the word, but there was two more steps. So the word is look. God says, Cam, you are image there for the way that you look, for the way that you feel. I just gave you the second step. You got to feel it. And the way that you carry yourself, you got to carry yourself like you got it. Why do you think every time I walk into a room, I light up the room because I carry myself like I got God. I carry myself like I have something. Whether I have it or not, I carry it with me because I have faith that I'm going to get it. Those are the steps that you need to take into your life to get you to where you want to go. So I think I've taken enough of your time. And um, I'm going to let you guys go. I appreciate you. I honor you. I favor you. I love you. I send you out nothing but good vibrations. I send you out harmony, goodness, joy, peace. May the love of God overflow you, overtake you, and whatever God. Let me tell you something. God just said, let's go back and talk about that for a second. Whatever God you think is a God, whether it's your name, you, just you. If it ain't no God above you, then you God. Hallelujah. Because you are. Period. Point blank. If it's Jesus, if it's Buddha, if it's Allah, Hare Krishna, the neighbor next door, whatever your God is. Whatever your God is, it's not a lie. It's the truth. And when you comprehend that, you'll know that you have met a form of God because we're creating his image. And you are bound to meet him. You're bound to seek him. Now, I told God on yesterday, I said, God, I said, I remember my in my exit from my uh, perfect vision test or my exit from my last level. One of the questions in there was, Ain't no God outside of you. You who you who you talking to? Who you talking to? Now my teachers was telling me ain't no God outside of me, but yet it's still when they said they ate their food, they said grace. So I said to myself to God, talking about them because they trying to tell me ain't no God outside of me, and I'm trying to tell them there is a God outside of me. I'm a witness of a God outside of me, and I'm a witness of a God in me. <laughs> So I can tell you that I'm a God because I can witness the God in me. Greater is he that is within me than he that is in this world. I'm the one that's in this world. So great is he that's in me. So I'm telling you that 100% there's a God inside of me. There's a spirit or there's a life force inside of me that's greater. And then I'm telling you there's a physical God that's greater than outside of me. There's a physical God that's outside of me that's greater because I'm a witness to it. Sight and unseen. Where most people can't see I'm a witness to him. There's a God. And I'm a living witness to be able to sit here in this earth and breathe and move and tell you there's a God. And I've been sitting down waiting for my turn at this magnificent table with all these magnificent people. God called them the best people when the prophet spoke to me. Are you ready to sit at a table all your own in the best places with the best people? And I said, yes, I am. But that was in 2018. It's 2021. Dynamite and explosive. That's dynamite and Explosive. That's what I'm harvesting right now. I'm harvesting sitting at my table that the prophetess Elaine Brunson spoke to me in 2018. And she said, are you ready to sit at a table all your own? Now, here's where my thoughts go right now in our final conversation of this podcast. My conversation goes to a conversation that God and I once had. And when I think about the conversation, God, I said to God, I said, God, I said, I am I had got to a place where I was a little bit tired in my journey of getting here and doing all the things that I was doing, ministering to all the people. And I was telling God, you know. How people come into your life and you invite them into your home and they sit down at your table. That's why I said only a select people will be able to sit at my table in the future. Only a select people will be able to come across my threshold in my home in the future. Because I see you for who you are and you want to continue to be fake with me. So you can't even cross my threshold in my home anymore. And that's just how it's going to be in my life now. Moving forward. I see so many things. It's just like when Jesus was at the table and they was having the last supper. That's why God said you got to commune with me. Commune means communicate. Take the cup and pass the cup around and communicate. Drink drink a, a wine. They they always say do 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 Christians supposed to drink? Drink some fucking wine and relax your mind. Drink from the cup and share your thoughts with somebody else, because they always talk about the drunk man's thoughts is a sober man's mind. The drunk man's thoughts is a sober man's mind. See, the drunk man got enough juice in well he don't mind telling you the truth. But the Bible said we shouldn't get drunk in nothing but the Holy Spirit, so let the Holy Spirit endow you, endow you, and make you drunk. Drunk in the spirit enough where you can tell yourself the truth when you look in that mirror so you can get the way you look, the way you feel, and where way you carry yourself together. Because you are a three-part being and God has to teach you that. The way you look, the way you feel, and the way that you carry yourself should all align up. Now, what does that mean? Well, take a look in your bedroom for a moment. Is your room neat? Is it put away? Is everything organized? Can you find everything? You know where everything is. Get it together. Because the way you look when you walk out that door is still a reflection of that room. No matter how shiny, you polish it up because the other areas are going to be lacking. Meaning the way you feel and the way you carry yourself going to start lacking and show that your room messy. In your character. The way what you do every day. That day will show that mess. Before that day is over with. If you messy. So I'm just saying. God just shows me a lot. I look at everything. I take everything. I break it down. Everything is a teachable moment to me. These damn birds eating this seed. They asked me for yesterday. The bird literally came to this thing. I'm like okay Lord. This spring the bird then just came here. He don't see nothing hanging. Or nothing. The bird just waited for a minute like okay so i said what you want me to hang up the um bird feeder the bird left the spot where the bird feeder was last year and went over by the fence and just sat there and waited for a minute so i walked inside the little thing i grabbed the bag but i grabbed the charcoal uh bits instead of grabbing the um bird seeds so i came back with the charcoal bits i said this is what you want he was still there he waited for a minute i went back into the to the pantry and came back out the bird was like damn she taking too long she must don't understand me so the bird flew away so i went on ahead and proceeded to prepare the bird feeder for today and put all the bird seeds up in there and put it up so a few moments later i see the bird passing back by the bird didn't come right then bird passed back by again and on the third time the bird came and got some seed and i was like okay god it's time to feed the birds you telling me it's time to feed the birds because you got to listen to everything around you Then this morning when I come out here, I saw they was out here fighting over the seeds. I said, you ain't got to fight. It's enough enough for everybody. You get a little bit, go over there and let your friend get a little bit. See, that's what's wrong with the world today. You didn't. The birds done picked up the damn character of the damn people. God tell us to watch the birds and the birds will teach us. I'm watching the birds fighting over trying to get some seeds. God said the early bird to get a worm. Next time, get your ass up a little bit earlier. You'll be here before him. You'll be the ate all you want when he come fly away, bitch. Let him get a little bit. Don't be so fucking greedy. And there ain't no other way to say that. Just don't be so fucking greedy, because there's enough in this world for everybody. And I realize that when you're when you're being greedy, that means you got to set out plans. You're trying to hurt some fucking body. When when what, when is enough enough? When when is when do we have enough WalMarts? When do we have enough fucking McDonald's and Wendy's? I want to eat some other shit. <laughs> because guess what, McDonald's. Ain't McDonald's any. the McDonald's I used to fucking know when I was a fucking kid. McDonald's ain't that fucking McDonald's no more because they don't give a fuck. They cut corners, they, 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 everything that they started out was, every that burger is not the same for, for first burger we ate. If it was, then I would still be saying, I want more McDonald's. But every time you turn around, things change. And I just want y'all to watch that. Wendy's ain't even fucking Wendy's. I remember when Wendy's put them fucking red onions on their fucking burger, trying to fucking change, changing out the fucking uh, uh, buns and shit. Leave the fucking shit the way you fucking created, because that's the fuck what made us like it in the beginning. I want to taste the old McDonald's, the original McDonald's. And I want the burger to look like the original burger, taste like the original burger. It ain't it, the fucking shit ain't the same no more. The food that we go to the grocery store ain't the fucking same. None of this shit ain't the same. I want us to have a better life. And that's what I sit around and I talk about. That's what my energy is. That's what I pray for. I don't sit around and just pray for having money and having stuff and things. I pray for this world that we live in because this is our world. And we got to pray for it. But anyway, be the change that you want. Be the change that you want.